Welcome to Sack Talk, the podcast where we look at the many changes that happens to a man's body. On this week, we're talking about scrote growth and analysing how much our balls have dropped over the past three years. Finally, we ask the question on everyone's lips. Waxing or shaving? I'm Jake. We're officially children again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. So before we get into this week's episode... I just want to quickly give a shout out. If you're a listener of this podcast, can you do us a favor and go follow us over on Twitter? It's at CACPod on Twitter, at C-A-C-K-P-O-D on Twitter. We're just trying to get a look at how many people are actually listening to us. And it's a bit difficult to look at um, on iTunes and stuff. So go over there, follow us on Twitter. If you don't already, give us a follow on Instagram. The Instagram page is at CACTalkPod. And then finally, if you really want to help us out and you have a spare five minutes, go over to iTunes and leave us, leave us a review. That really helps us and it could potentially get the podcast in front of new listeners as well. So yeah, go over to CAC Talk on, on iTunes and leave us a review if you want to. But other than that, we can get straight into it. What's up, Matthew? How are straight, you? Straight down to business. Straight down to SAC Talk. Um, what's up with me? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm doing pretty good. I mean, I'm fucking working away, kind of about it. I was sick all last week. Seems like our sicknesses are never ending, doesn't it? Yeah, and I'm literally today. I woke up with a cold, or the or the beginnings oh of a cold. Oh my god! Honestly, Can we get real. <laughs> I want to say that to myself, to my own body. Get real. Can you get real? Get well. And if we lived in Israel, this wouldn't happen, man. We'd so always be banned them from our we banned them from our topic, didn't we? Actually, because of the fucking <laughs> yeah, they're on our blacklist, they're on our cat list. Well, imagine if we became the podcast and talks about Israel all the time, then we just kept going about it, and then that fucking <laughs> shit started happening again. And we were just like, oh, <laughs> even after all the controversy, just continue to be fanboys. <laughs> don't say fanboys of Israel. What is it? Our, our, our opinions and thoughts don't express our own opinions and thoughts we are both caricatures of ourselves let's just say that real quick (laughs) there you go it's on the board uh so last week i think it was was it last week we went to see james bond yeah a week before i think so we went to see the new james bond the last daniel craig james bond so we thought we'd just chat about it give our opinions on the movie i don't know Are, are you are you a big bond fan in general I wouldn't say I'm a, I'm a huge Bond fan, but I've seen nearly all of them. Back to like Pierce Brosnan and stuff like that. Um, I was when I was younger. I used to love them when I was younger. <laughs> oh, uh, I was going to say DGs, but it's Daniel Craig, isn't it? Not Daniel Craig. <laughs> what about you? Are you a big Bond fan? I am. I am a big Bond fan, yeah. Uh, which is why this was, this was a big movie for me. Like, I... I think I told you before when I seen the trailer for it a couple of months ago, I couldn't sleep because I was so excited. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it came out last October, which I think it was supposed to. Yeah. And it got like fucking postponed. And I was like, oh, fucking hell. I was raging. Like, I don't think I've ever been so excited for a movie I couldn't sleep. I feel sorry for you. <laughs> um, no, so- nothing. What do, what do you get like so excited for that you wouldn't sleep for? What, what would be your thing like? A night, a good book. No, I'm book joking. Off you. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Hey, hey, I don't know what would make me not. Did sleep I ever tell excited. you? Did I ever tell game? you? Actually, by the way, just talk about things that I can't sleep for. 
Uh, so I actually did I ever tell you about my mouth orgasm? What? My, my my mouth orgasm. No, I don't think so. So when like basically like I I I bought like uh, there was like almond milk and I don't, I love nuts I don't know why but I bought I had this almond milk in the fridge and then I had this like uh, crave like the hazelnut one and mm. I don't think I tried it yet or something like that. So I had it like in the press and I was thinking about it like, oh, I didn't bother crying before I went to sleep and I was like, oh, it's too late now. I'll have it in the morning. Mm. So I was thinking about it that morning. The same thing happened that day. Like I just wasn't meant to get eat it. Never did. And that night I was the same thing. Oh, I'm too tired. I won't bother having it. <laughs> the next morning I woke up with the, with the fucking mission to go down and have that bottle of crave, right? Mm. So I went downstairs and poured the crave, poured the almond milk on top of it and then went upstairs and fucking sat down on my bed and took one bite out of it. And I swear to God, I felt an orgasm in my mouth. <laughs> what does it? What does a mouth don't know. orgasm feel like? It felt like my tongue was real, like sensitive, and like could like taste every single little tiny piece. Like each one of my, <laughs> I could feel each one of my taste buds tasting that cereal. Like it all lit up at once. Oh my God! It was like bang, bang, bang all over. Like, see, and there was a there was, was a build fucking... up to it. It was building up for a couple of days. Exactly, that's what I think it was. It was the build up on it. Mm. So I think I think it was like I don't know, like I was like edging myself, <laughs> <laughs> edging yourself for a ball of crave. Yeah, mouth edging. <laughs> mouth edging. That's funny Fucking though, isn't hell. it? Like I, I literally, I literally like I didn't know that was possible, but if I felfelt so much pleasure just through my fucking tongue. That just sorted you right out. And yeah, when, and when like, you, what happened when you were finished? Oh, Did man. you just kind of lie there and yeah. your tongue was limp in your mouth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mouth was still watering. So, I mean, it's pretty close to an orgasm. Like. <laughs> <laughs> just oozing. Oh, that's disgusting. Anyway, so back to uh, James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> just easily transitioned there back to James Bond. What did you think of it? No time to die. I I actually really liked it. Did you? Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was a, a good movie. I thought yeah, Daniel Craig was really good. Story was good. It was really really well made. Like I loved like the cinematography, yeah. um, and the editing and all. Well, there's so, really well such such high budget movies. Like mm, you know what I mean? They're mm. fucking huge. Like yeah yeah. Actually, I have a little. I have a a fact. A little behind the scenes fact about this movie. Okay. So when they were filming, remember at the start when they're in Italy? Yeah. When they were filming that scene, he was like on the motorbike and stuff and he was in a, in the middle of a, ch- on a, of a chase. But when he was driving or when the stunt double or whatever was driving, the grip of the tires, it wouldn't stick to the ground. So they couldn't do it the way that they wanted to do it. Like he couldn't drive yeah. it um, as much. So what they did was they bought 31,000 litres of coca-cola and they poured it onto the onto the street like onto the road so that the road would be real sticky so that when they oh, drove no. over it with the motorbike like the grip the tires would grip to the road like what the fuck and that cost guess how much that cost just to get thirty-one thousand liters of coke oh let me think hang on let me think in dollars oh in dollars but a two liter has got to be like three dollars, doesn't it? Um, so like hundred k. No, no, not that expensive. Oh, sixty k. See, they probably didn't buy it by the bottle. 
Uh, no, not that. Imagine they just opened the bottle by bottle onto the streets. Uh, <laughs> no, not that much. How, how much? 50k. Oh, okay. No. Which is well, still a lot. Like 50k like, just on Coke. Yeah, but now I'm disappointed because I just could have guessed too high. <laughs> you overestimated. <laughs> but no, like, man, I swear there's been some movies made on a 50k budget. That was just their Coke budget. Yeah. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure, um, fucking, uh, I'm sure fucking Amy Winehouse's Coke budget was pretty much around that as well back in the day. Yeah, easily. Her weekly budget. <laughs> Her weekly um, budget. Her weekly shops. See, did you have any any criticisms about the movie? Anything you didn't like? Um, I don't have anything I didn't like. Uh, we should have had more of that more of that Cuban character, the, the woman. She was of interest. No, not the not the one, the blonde one, the one that was like the new agent. Oh, oh, the new 007. No, remember he went to Cuba and like there's this girl there and she's like all nervous and all to, to meet him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we should have had more of her. I liked she her. was good, yeah. I liked her. She was funny and stuff. She was good, yeah. And then that thing where she did, she spins around in the spot shooting and stuff. Mm, mm, yeah. That was good. Um, I thought she I was brilliant. I think my main criticism of it would be Rami Malek's character. I didn't like him. He wasn't a huge... Usually the Bond villains are very, like, huge parts and they have, like, great stories and stuff. That yeah. was kind of stupid, the way James Bond just kind of, like, died like that, wasn't it? No, I, I mean, I don't mind the, 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 like, the story and the way they wrote him to have to die because he literally couldn't touch the people he loved and stuff like that. I thought that was kind of good. Yeah. But I just mean the actual character himself, like, he didn't seem like a... You know, this was Daniel Craig's like like the, his last one. I was expecting the biggest baddest criminal of the whole time of the whole series. Do you know what I mean? But and it's just some just fucking florist, like creep or something. Some glorified florist. Yeah, just some <laughs> plant enthusiast. That's all he That'd really was. That'd be a good name for it, wouldn't it? James Bond and the enthusiastic florist. I I really feel like they just wrote that character to try and give Daniel Craig as much screen time as possible, like just to basically bounce off of, not really to give him a proper, you know, yeah. uh, villain on screen, you know. He was in very few parts of it as well. Like, like screen yeah. time was very low for him, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like, but, um, that, that was a bit that, insane. To be that's really my only main criticism. Everything else I enjoyed, and even the fact that it's like two hours and forty-five minutes, that didn't bother me. Which I thought it would, but it actually didn't at all. Yeah. Well, it was, it was an epic, wasn't it? It was an epic. Yeah. yeah. And so, right? Do you think it was a good send-off for Craig? Yeah, I do actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it had to happen some way, and at least it was something where it was like. He like gave himself up. Like remember that Batman one where it's like he drives out into the ocean and like blows up a bomb and stuff. Remember that? Mm, mm. That was like that. That's a good ending. To something you know what I mean? Not just like yeah. one of those fucking shit endings. Like I don't know, like Breaking Bad. Like just just fucking shits yeah. himself with the gun yoke. But um, yeah, know, like he he kind of like the hero goes down with his fucking... yeah, uh, kind of goes down with his ship type of thing. Like 
Yeah, although yeah. that would be that would would uh, explain Breaking Bad, that wouldn't it? Going down with his own yeah, shit. Yeah, I mean, I like that in them, but no, I know what you mean. Like some endings are a bit just kind of tacked on, which it's difficult to end the movie. But I I do think uh, it was kind of like a fitting end that he had to sacrifice himself to save the world. Mm. Um, one thing we'll move on from that. Oh yeah, if you want to give it a rating, what would you give it as as a rating? Uh, I, I, mine's not really like gonna be valid because I like James Bond. It's so okay. Bias I, I give, I give, I give it a nine point five. Nine point five, almost perfection. Just because, just no, maybe not, maybe nine, nine. <laughs> so the reason is right. <clears throat> the reason is right. I think James Bond is a mindset, which is why they can why it works so well changing the fucking changing the cast for it so much like the way it's been like all oh, these old bonds and then this way because it's like the smoothness and like the 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 drink like i don't know like yeah. the, the, the martini thing the, yeah, the way yeah. he outsmarts people and all of this and it's not always it's not always just he's the best person it's like he's just smart and everyone hmm. which i yeah. which i really like and the, and it kind of makes you i don't know why i feel like this man but every time i leave a James Bond movie, I feel so smooth. Like like if I like if I was to throw something from across the room, I'd always get it in the bin kind of feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, everything feels try. like it works out for me. Do you not get that feeling? Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Yeah. Like you, you absorb some of his slickness just watching the movie, just being a yeah. per, and an it's audience. It's so member. weird, like it's so um, fucking weird. I don't know why I do it. Like well, but that's like, no, but that's why that's why movies are great because they leave you with something when you leave. You know, it's not just like you sit there and get nothing. You actually they give you a feeling. That's a sign of a good movie too. Is when that. And happens. I didn't want it to end when I was watching it. To be fair, I didn't yeah. want it to end, which is a really good sign as well. Yeah, I think if I if I rated it, I would give it an eight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like a great, so really probably, good movie. Probably, I'd watch Probably it again. Probably the same as me, apart from my bias one. My bias one extra point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll finish that there. The other piece of media. In, what else in movie news? <laughs> the other piece of mov- movie news, piece of media we wanted to talk about was the new Batman trailer. This is this is a movie I'm very excited for. Yeah. Battenson. Are you more of a Batman fanboy or a Pattinson fanboy? Oh, well, I'm I'm a Batman fanboy, you know, true and true. Like I, that's my favorite superhero. I used to watch it on Ooh. repeat when I was a kid. Who um, winning a fight, Batman or James Bond? <laughs> Batman easily, bro. Batman literally has a has a, a a tank and a jet that he could wipe James Bond out easily. Uh, Bane took over the world, and Batman still beat him. Yeah, that, that's oh sorry, I, wrong movie. I was thinking of um, what's his name? Oh, what was that character that had the whole island and all? The whole island. Remember that one? In James Bond. And oh, he's I a mad fucked up like man. James Bond would win, I think. Come on. Be I realistic. Think he would, man. But you were talking about Batman because here. But one one well placed bullet would kill Batman. <laughs> he, man, he wears a bulletproof suit. What are you talking about? You his see mouth him. is always showing. You can always see Come his on. mouth. James Bond literally wears just a suit. But Batman gets into fistfights of people, and so does James Bond. That's where James Bond 
wins. Because Batman oh. won't shoot James Bond. I think... No, I... Oh, come on. Batman would definitely win. That's not true, man. That's not true. It's just not true. He's got James the gadgets. James Bond has, has things too. He's got the... He's got the combat. He's He'd be better than him. Okay, you're telling me... Right, okay, okay. How about this? How about this? Full preparation. Batman versus James Bond. Yeah. So Batman... So James Bond can go to Q and get him to make special things for him. <laughs> and Batman can go to Alfred. Or um, whoever he needs to. Or what was Morgan Freeman's character? Morgan. Or he, uh, he got all the... Um, yeah, he can go to Toto and get all the gadgets from him. <laughs> no, I know. But I think I think, I think James Bond will win, man. There I has to be some sort of research done into this. I think Why are we bothering researching the coronavirus vaccine? We could be researching whether James Bond or Batman will win. We should we should make a fan movie about that. Bond versus Batman. I'll play Bond and you play Batman. <laughs> yeah. That'd be such a fuck. Like it's like always something where they make the lethal weapon. We just make fucking Bond versus Batman. And we both make our own Who? director's cut of the of the movie. We're our own person. <laughs> they both have like entirely different plots and movies and endings and everything. Like <laughs> What did you think um, of the uh, the trailer, though? Yeah, I thought it was good. I I don't like. I mean, I'm a big. I really, I'm a really big fan of Christian Bale as well, which is why I think it'd be hard for someone to replace him. Mm. So I think maybe like it might be a bit hard for me to see Robert Pattinson as a Batman because I'm not as yeah. big a fan of Robert Pattinson as you are. So I know like, I liked yeah. him in the Lighthouse. I liked him in Good Times. Like that, I watched that recently. Yeah, well, I don't have him as big a fan as I would be of, of Christian Bale. Like Christian Bale has so many fucking good movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I I just think Robin Pattinson's a great actor and he is really underrated. But I think what I like about or what I like about the trailer is it looks like this Batman is very very different than the other Batmans we've seen. Like I don't think, and this is why I think he might be okay. Is I don't think he's going to necessarily try to outdo Christian Bale because I think this is going to be his own version. Of it, like he looks like well, when Keen, you see. Keen was telling me. Keen was telling me it's it's a it's a horror director who's directing. It's gonna be more horror-y. Yeah, it's gonna be more grim and more kind of back to him being a detective, which we've never really mm. seen in like a big movie like this. We've never seen him just be like because he that's his thing is like he's the world's greatest detective. That's like his his um yeah thing so we've, we've never Wrestler really seen Christian that we're kind of just like he's the world's best man of the bat yeah like he's just a superhero but this i think is focusing more on the detective side and i think what's really going to elevate it is the people who are playing the villains like the fact that Paul oh my Dano's god playing the i never Riddler even thought of this and colin farrell's the penguin did you see colin farrell in the in the trailer no no you didn't because you wouldn't recognize him he's the penguin he's your man um who's like looking down and he's kind of fat and he's like a New York kind of accent. Oh, well, yeah. That's Colin Farrell, like. Wow. He's so different than it. He looks so different. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. Um, I forgot forgot to say this to you, by the way. James Bond would find Batman while he was being Bruce Bruce Wayne and kill him. But he doesn't know he's, how would he know he's Bruce Wayne? Because James Bond is a secret agent. That's much better than Detective. Detectives can only fucking wish they were fucking secret agents. Sorry, but just because he's a secret agent, how does that mean he would know Batman is is Bruce Wayne? How does he put that together? Man, who, the Joker found out it was Bruce Wayne. 
Yeah, the, the Joker's like a criminal mastermind. And James Bond is a mastermind. I think you're, I think you're overrating James Bond. He he he's in a real world. We're talking about Batman, who's literally fighting Superman at one point. He beat Superman. You remember that? He literally beat well, a superhuman. Let me, let me ask you. Let me ask you this: What sounds better? The name's Bond, James Bond, or the name's name's Man, Batman. <laughs> no. What sounds better? <laughs> the name's Man. Answer Batman. me that honestly. Batman. Oh. I'm Batman. No, no, Bond. James Bond is much better, man. I'm I'm far more excited for this movie than I was for James Bond. No, I'm really excited for the movie too. Don't let don't let that be a fool now. Uh, don't let Jake be a fool now and 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 take away from my excitement. It will be a really good movie. I do like the Batman franchise, but I, I was a big Christian Bale fanboy as well mm. of as Batman. You know what I mean? Mm. So like, I, I I'm also apprehensive about it. Okay. Although I, I am looking forward to seeing it. But yeah. I am very apprehensive about it. But, but I like I like Colin Farrell as a thing. That's fucking mad looking. I just yeah, I there. can't wait to see him. I can't wait to see Paul Dano as the Riddler. And I can't wait to see Robert Pattinson mm. as Batman. Um, and I some of the even just some of the shots in just the trailer alone look just phenomenal to me. Um, and that's yeah. only what they're showing us in the trailer. So I can't, I can't wait to see it. Um, right, we've been talking about that enough. Let's move on to the kind of main thing we wanted to discuss. Not our sacks. Okay. All right. You ready? So, Give it to me. I, how much? How much have you heard about the Dave Chappelle uh, new special? I've literally all I've heard was that it received a lot of backlash, and there was some sort of controversy about the special itself. But I don't even know what the controversy was. Okay. All right. All right. So basically, the controversy is that the the final thirty seven minutes, and actually for the entire thing, he kind of alludes to it, is that Dave Chappelle kind of tries to break this the the political correctness barrier more so than ever, and he really okay. tries to like go against the grain. So like he has one thing where he talks about you know the rapper the baby. Yeah. The baby got like cancelled by like the, the the whole like cancellation movement on Twitter or whatever, uh, political correctness Nazis or whatever they're called. Um, <laughs> isn't that what they call political Nazis or something like that? Political, um, political. social justice warrior? Do you mean uh, SJW social justice warriors? Yes, not a but PC like, Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't really be a good name for them, I suppose, but that's like so contradictory. Using the word Nazi in the PC hands. Well, basically, he like he starts it off by talking about like I want to get the baby freed because he made some like comments about like the gay community or whatever, right? Okay. And he's like, I don't think he did anything that wrong. Yeah, sure, what he said was bad, but like, why should he lose his career over it? And he goes, I'm going to tell you a story. And he goes, in a uh, Green Book, Alabama, uh, I think it was, I think that was it. Uh, this guy walked into uh, a Walmart and shot two people dead, and that mm. person was. And he says the baby's real name. Who is the baby? He says, right? Oh. And he said that he said that did nothing to the baby's career. But when he made one comment about a gay person, I think he called someone that the like at the F word. Um when he made one comment like that, I forget, I don't know what exactly the baby said, but he said something that got him cancelled. And he was like, the moral of the story here is you can shoot and kill people in this community and still and nothing happens to your career. But you better not hurt a gay person's feelings. Wow. Which is kind of... Jeez, that's some some statement. It's got a bit of weight to it, like. 
Um, but the, the main the main Definitely. talking piece of uh, and I won't ruin this for the end because there is a bit of a, a story at the end he has about a, a trans person that he knew himself. Um, but basically the, the main thing thirty the last thirty seven minutes is about like the trans community and how they hate Dave Chappelle because of some things he said in the past. Uh, and there was some article years and years ago about like Dave Chappelle being transphobic and all of this. And and in okay. it, it says that Dave Chappelle was punching down on the trans community. And he said that he's heard many times people coming up to him from the trans community or people that know people in the trans community and saying that they're punched, that he punched down on their people or their friends' people or whatever. So one woman even stopped him in a in a, in a, a car park outside of like a, a, like a shopping center and said to him like, oh, I have a daughter. I know this is a girl in a pub. He was chatting to her in a pub. Um... And she she bought he bought her a drink and all of us chatting away to her and out of nowhere she started talking about her daughter and and he was like oh lovely daughter when yeah. she showed him a picture and stuff and her face went all like angry and as if she had like caught him in a trap and was like that she's trans and you and then started quoting the article and all as if like he was the worst man alive oh my god and basically the basically Jesus. what he said at the start of the thing was that he wants to close off all the statements he's ever made so it goes through like the the baby thing and like breaks down everything and says what he said and why he said it and how he thinks it's more just in the name of art that he's trying to say that you can't you should have the ability to joke about anything rather than being boxed in and it's actually really yeah. really smart the way he does it like whether you agree with him or not you, you can't understand where he's coming from uh, that he was kind of cancelled mm-hmm. and like in this and he has some real life stories himself which I won't, I won't ruin because like they do have a lot of weight to them um, but basically I I mean I I agree with that that you should be able to joke about or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The, why why should you have to not you know why should you be um punished for joking uh, about something just because someone gets offended? Well, the controversy like... it, it it goes a bit higher than that, right? So basically, the owner of Netflix, uh, who actually published the Chappelle special, like the, the mm. Netflix did, even though everyone's going against what Dave Chappelle said, Netflix has chosen to back him. Right. Okay. Uh, which Netflix is quite a forward-thinking company. Like they would always be gone with the times, and like, and, and especially with social justice warriors. Like there was an episode of Always Sunny where they did they did blackface. Actually, I just mentioned that a minute ago, didn't I? The blackface episode, and they they took it off, and a couple of other episodes as well that kind of had like. Oh, did they? Yeah, they took a couple of episodes off of Always Sunny. Yeah, which was, which, but not the whole show, which which I thought was strange. Um, but basically, right, so Netflix, like he's back and they've chose to back them and people are going against Netflix now. And even the staff of Netflix are threatening to walk out. What? Or because there's people in Netflix that would be trans or would be like part of the LGBT, LGBT community. Yeah. And they're like, they're like staging a walkout if they don't remove the Netflix special, right? And this is this is one of the questions I wanted to ask you, right? So first, first I had a couple of questions around this and like the kind of like uh, like the logic of all of this. So first things first, say if say if Dave Chappelle had have made uh, that special, and then came straight after and said, "Oh, I'm sorry," what does that apology mean? <laughs> Nothing really. I mean, is he because if if he did say sorry, right? Or if someone did say sorry in that position where they said something, they're basically only saying sorry because of the backlash. Because there's backlash, yeah. Yeah. It's not like they've 
out of nowhere changed overnight. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh wow! I'm a butterfly from the cocoon. It's not like it's fucking this major. I didn't change. realize I was wrong until everyone started shouting how wrong I was. Yeah. So like, what does what does apologies mean in that situation? Well, I think the fa- the fact that like say Netflix are like standing by him and he's like standing by what he said. I think that's quite a big. I think it's quite significant because when controversies like that come up, you know, like transphobia or homophobia or whatever it is, like these PC things that have been, you know, brought more and more to the conversation in recent years where people seem to be getting triggered over every little thing. I think it's interesting when something like this comes up, how the big companies react because especially a company like Netflix, which has such a big influence over media today, how they play this is going to, you know, be significant for, you know, the rest of the companies that follow and the rest of controversies that follow this. Um, Because if we just constantly give in to the backlash, then we're basically letting that win. And we're basically saying, okay, no one can joke about that. Because if you do joke about something like that, you're going to get backlash and you're going to get canceled. And, you know, your career is going to be ruined, whatever. So I think it's a good thing that Netflix are saying, no, we're standing by this. And that he's saying, I'm standing by my words. And that's the thing, like you're saying about the apology. What would that do for anyone? Like if you're a trans person and you watch that special and you get genuinely offended by what Dave Chappelle says, and then you go on Twitter afterwards and you see that he tweeted out, oh, by the way, I'm sorry. Like does that trans person then does that trans person then go? Oh right, I love okay. how you like I love how you put it in as if like that would be the last part of the tweet of something else. Like oh, I'm gonna be in California this week doing uh, doing a, a new music show. Oh by the way, I'm sorry for my comments. <laughs> yeah, because because that's what that that's how sincere that apology would be. Because yeah. clearly he made a whole special. He wrote the whole special. He recorded it. He clearly believes what he's saying. So if he was to just yeah. go out then and go, oh yeah, by the way, I'm sorry. Who would, if you're a trans person or whatever, and you're getting offended by that, what would that apology mean to you? Uh, like, to why fair, would that even matter? Like, this, the standpoint I think he takes is is not even that he doesn't like them or that or he doesn't believe in it. I think he just yeah, has certain issues. I think he's got certain issues that he doesn't like. Uh, like he, he was like, uh, he had one one thing where he said. Um. Oh, what's it called? It was like uh, Caitlyn Jenner got a got a uh the sex change in two thousand and nineteen, or like and won best woman in two thousand and twenty. And he was like, "That's like somebody being black for a, a week and then winning like black person of the year." <laughs> and he was like, "And like it's like it's it's so like he's like making such weird like um." observations and like different uh things about the world and stuff like that but i think the essence of what he's saying is just like why can't i joke about this sort of shit yeah yeah like he's not like he's saying i don't like them or i dislike them or i don't think anything what they they want yeah i think he he genuinely believes like if they're if they want to get the section whatever like let them do it and like all this but i think he just has certain issues with some things and he wants to like be able to joke about everything which I, i i i respect like i mean the name of comedy, people Definitely. always just, uh, people always like joke about fucked up things. Like, do you know what I mean? But like, that's that's the point of like art comedy is you're supposed to push it. You're supposed to challenge people. 
Like, if you just joked about everything that was safe, no one would like you. So yeah. you need somebody who's going to be like that. And I think, like you're saying about him genuinely being transphobic, I think this is where people get confused about this, is there's a big difference between genuinely transphobic and making a joke. There's a yeah. big, big difference between those two things. Like, if I make a joke about a trans person, that doesn't make me transphobic. It doesn't mean I hate trans people. There was, I mean? um, there was a thing, you know, obviously Quentin Tarantino was on, like, Joe Rogan podcast a while ago, and he said something mm. along the lines of, like, when he came into the film business, there was a huge political correctness thing in the 80s where you couldn't talk about this, you couldn't talk about that, you couldn't make jokes about this, you couldn't make films about that. And he said there was almost like a revival in the 90s of like them making films that were pushing the barrier because of the political correctness, like pullback. So that could be what we're going to we're going to start seeing in the near future, because we did have quite a while there of political correctness ruining the ruling the roost. And like you couldn't yeah. even say some things, you couldn't mention some things, you couldn't joke about at most things. You know what I mean? Uh, there is a lot of a lot of people in today's society. Actually, I, I know I said before, but I hate people based on their personality trait on like one thing but like a lot of people in modern society base their personality on being offended yeah 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 like their whole so even so even like somebody who's like whatever straight white male um would like come in and get offended over like a trans joke or something like that you know what i mean like it's like they want to be part of the offense for everything Mm. Mm. oh like oh because i'm not trans i can't get offended wow that's so close-minded of you like yeah and I think I wouldn't be surprised if we did see kind of like a swing back the other way, because that's what always happens. And I think that's why PC culture has been so big is because before that, there was this kind of insensitivity to certain things like. Um, with like the dawn of the, new, of the new edge of the Internet kind of thing, like with the. Yeah, there was a lot of offen- offensive stuff and insensitivity to certain topics. And I think recently what we've seen is we've gone completely too far the other way where we don't want to offend anybody, any single person in the world. We cannot, we have to be so careful what we say and do or we might offend them. Like it's the worst thing that could happen. Like since when, by the way, since when did we care so much if someone was offended? Like I never used to remember caring about that. Like, but now it's such a big part of our society. But like, yeah, no, I wouldn't be surprised if we did see kind of a swing back the other way where we start to see more, offensive stuff and and i I think think, it will seem even more offensive than it actually is because we've been so pc now yeah (laughs) i think i think um, been that bad i think us watching those beheadings as children on the internet when it first came out really like the wonders for our personalities (laughs) (laughs) like we were desensitized before the whole thing like watching two girls one cup and all that mad stuff one man one jar yeah and but see do you know what's i was only actually I was watching someone, a video or something, and they were talking about this recently. And they were saying, which I think is true, if you were to see a video like that now, I don't think you'd even care. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you were to see, say, Two Girls, One Cup in today, like 2021, for the first time, would you really be that, like, disgusted by it? Well, the eating the shit is pretty bad. Don't get me wrong, it's disgusting, but remember back in when that first came out, like people were making YouTube videos reacting to it, and it was like the most, you know, it was a challenge to just get through the video. What, what, nowadays, is, is, what is the most fucked up video you ever seen? 
them ones I think it was three men one hammer yeah I just, that I the one same thing. really affected me that was fucked wasn't it that was I don't even want to like get into specifics about what that what happens in that video if you've seen it you know if you haven't you don't want to know but I, I just that was the video when I watched that it stayed with me for months if not I mean even to this day I still can see the, like the the video so clearly in my head what happened and it's, it makes me feel up, sick to this it? day it's horrible it was really really horrible that was that really was the nuts. one that really traumatized me like <laughs> And one um, man, one jar. That was pretty bad, man. At the end of one man, one jar, when he's like, help. <laughs> and you just, you just hear the glass like rattling around like it's in a plastic bag or something, like broken glass oh in a plastic bag. Did he like, die? <laughs> was, apparently, the, the whole reason that broke was he didn't fill it with water. <laughs> I didn't realize there was a specific process to something like that. Like, I, I seems, thought he I just one day. True, but... I think you're, if you if you had to fill that with water, it wouldn't have broke or something. Maybe we should do that. We should go back and watch them all and critique them. See what they should have done. Oh my God, that's fucked up, man. I don't know if I can watch all those things again. I still no, feel a I bit like... Want to go near some things I've seen on the internet, I'm still a bit like, oh, well. Oh, this leads me into my next point, right? So, okay, perfect. How do you trust something you see on the internet now? So, oh, I don't. So this, but this is the thing, right? So even if you think about it now, right? And this is going to sound kind of conspiracy theory, shouldn't it? If you think about it now, the amount of like technology, both video and in real world that we have, right? And obviously, I think if there is a pr- people that are ahead of technology, there probably is some sort of like government agencies, whoever around the world that have more technology than everyone else that are kind of testing it out to see how they can use it before everyone else finds out about it kind of thing, yeah? Mm-hmm. How do we know that they couldn't have faked, like, all this kind of shit, like, videos, like, deep fakes and all years and years ago? Or, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... How do you trust I anything? Th- like, even if somebody, even if they had... Imagine, like... Now, obviously, I'm not saying 9-11 is fake, but I'm just saying, imagine if they had the video editing technology to make mm-hmm. 9-11 look that real back in the day when no yeah. one knew that was even around. They could make people yeah. believe things happened around the world. Like, oh my God, look at this thing happening here. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think that's... I mean, would any would anyone be, be like really surprised if the government, if it came out one day that the government had more advanced technology than the rest of us? I don't think any that would really surprise anyone. Mm. Um, I think what would surprise them is if they used it for something like that. Um, but... You're, you're right, like, if they did have that technology back at that time, that would be one of the things people would say is, well, oh, no, it has to be real because, you know, no one could edit a video like that. No one could, you know, CGI a video like that. You know, we don't have that technology. Okay, um, right. This this this, this, it, le- this would lead me into my next point as well. Go on, finish what you're saying, sorry. All, all I was going to say on the whole trust in what you see I'm at the point now where I do not trust a single thing I see. Like it's to the, like to the point where it could be the most mundane headline in the world for a news story, but I don't accept it anymore. Like I literally, my first instinct is, nah, that's bull. And I have to actually go and just look it up and verify it. Like even that little thing about the Coca-Cola, someone told me that because we were in Rome when they were filming that. And someone mentioned that to me and I was like, I don't believe it. 
which is, I mean, that would be a weird thing to lie about spilling Coca-Cola for James Bond. But I was like, I have to go and verify it. And what, then when I looked it up, I was like, okay, it's real. But I always don't believe it first until I well, go and verify it somewhere else. That's that's a true thing as well, because there was something I seen. It was like um, that the Netherlands or like that. The Netherlands. Yeah, that's where Amsterdam is, isn't it? <laughs> Fucking geography. It is. Deutschland. Um, it, said, it said that the Netherlands basically had uh, a grant for disabled people to be able to have sex with the prostitutes. Right? <laughs> so that that was something I see on the internet. Wait, and what do you mean a grant? Up, like, so say if you're just, if you're registered as disabled, they send you, say, 200 euro a month to have two prostitutes wow. a week a month or something like that. <laughs> wow. Right? But what it turns out is they just give a disabled payment um, and prostitution is legal. So somebody said that you could technically buy this many oh. prostitutes out of the money. Oh, okay. So it wasn't. It's not like specifically for that use, but you could if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. So that's another thing. Is like you take one thing that is true, but you spin it in a way, and then it's almost the the title of the story isn't true because they've taken the true information, they've twisted it in a weird way. Right, right. Here, it, 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 back to where I was saying, like, uh, with the fake and stuff, and you don't believe anything, right? At a certain point, it's going to get to videos being like that, right? So you can't even trust any videos of anything. So what if what I was saying, right? And this is where it gets meaty. What if what I was saying, like, it gets to a point where you don't trust an article when you read it because you don't like to verify it. If, if yeah. it was like the government agency had better technology video editing, and made videos to ruin people years years ago, or like throughout the years, or whatever. Like put put um incriminating video of someone, or like an embarrassing video to cancel their career type of thing. Exactly. So people, these people that have been cancelled around like that. So like, what if like Britney Spears or something like that when she was going loopy back in the day, or whatever? Yeah. Because they were releasing so many fake videos of her. That she believed, like, oh, I don't remember that. I don't remember, I don't remember that happening or whatever like that. Or, and she started to go crazy then. Because no yeah, one, yeah. who who in their right mind would say, oh, there's a video of me doing something. I don't remember that happening. Hmm. That would make you sound crazier. Yeah. And prove yeah. their point. So what if that Definitely. was like, what if that, what if that was the way of people like assassinating people without killing them? Back then, like, them making yeah, like videos you're, that you're... weren't real. Like career assassination or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. It definitely is possible. And so, I mean, if you've seen any sort of deep fake video, I've been filled so many times with that already. And I don't even think, like, deep fake technology isn't even that advanced. Or, well, yeah. I don't know what the government has, but what I've seen hasn't been that advanced. But it's still, like, even on TikTok, like, you see someone and it might be a guy and then he's got Tom Cruise's face on him. But you can tell oh, it's that's like crazy. You can still kind of tell though. But then there's some I still get fooled though. And I'm on it. I'm like, do you know? So that's obviously going to get more advanced, more advanced, more advanced. That's to the man, point the where Tom it could Cruise be indistinguishable. Just stop on that for a second. That that's insane, Tom Cruise one. Have you seen that? He, he even laughs like him. Yeah. He's like, what's but up, guys? See, what's up, TikTok? Tom Cruise here. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you ever see though when when say they take a TikTok and they get someone like Jim Carrey from an old interview back in like the nineties or something or the eighties and he's doing like an impression of another celebrity and they deep fake the thing onto his face. 
Yeah. Do you ever see them? No, and no. it looks it looks mad. Like I'm pretty sure he's done impressions of Tom Cruise, and they've put Tom Cruise's face onto Jim Carrey like back years ago, and it looks yeah. it's mad. Like it looks so real. What if like what if though like if that if that's a, they just fake videos back in the day to make people go insane to career career assassinate them? Maybe and then, that and wasn't even Dave Chappelle on the years. stage. Like I mean, imagine like. And like Netflix releases a special because they're they're getting paid off, and then backs it because they're getting paid off. Yeah, maybe that's a hologram. Not even a hologram. They could fake the video, like do you know what I mean. And then Just he and he can't say he can't say I oh, don't remember publishing that special because then they're gonna be like, what the fuck's wrong with him? Yeah, yeah. And th- imagine he was like, or they were like, are you transphobic? The things you said in your special. Oh, I don't remember making a special. They yeah, like, I didn't make a special about, recently. Like, what? Like, imagine that. Like, <laughs> you looper. What are you on about, man? So, and there's like people you're saying to him, and like, ah, oh, Dave, what nice new special. He's like, I didn't make that. It's like, shit, what the fuck? He's gone nuts. Yeah. But see, I mean, it's if you did go down that road and you're just like skeptical about everything. You wouldn't accept anything, you know what I mean? Like, you couldn't watch a single piece of media without questioning it in some way. So sometimes you kind of have to just turn that off and just go, right, you know what? If it's real, if it's fake, whatever, I'm just going to take it. Do you know what I mean? Because you can't question literally everything. I'm by no means... I'm by no means a conspiracy theorist. I just think it's really fun to, like, make these things up or to, like, think about these things or, like, to imagine what-ifs or, like... I just think like it would be insane if they were using things like that to to ruin people when they nobody knew the technology existed. Yeah, but to be honest with you, I don't even think that's in terms of conspiracy theorist theories. I don't even think that's that mad. Do you know yeah. what I mean? When you look at some conspiracy theories, career assassinating some people by deep faking the technology, that's not that mental. That seems and very that- very. And all to it me. would need to be would be five, ten years before everyone else, and no one would know what was happening. I just, man, I couldn't, I couldn't believe when I seen that, like about the, I couldn't believe like about like the, like the, I don't know what made me think of it when he said about the baby's career being ruined by that. Like, what if people were going mm. doing things to make people's careers get ruined like that? And Is his career ruined though? I don't know. I don't know. It's it's just metaphor. Sure, was he was he not on Donda and CLB? But people, it's more to do with the point where it's like the doors get closed and get cancelled. It's not like you, your career gets ended. Yeah. Do you want to know what he said? I have his quote here. Go on. One of one of the things he said. Um, he was at a concert and he was like, "Ladies, if your p word smell like water, put a cell phone light in the air, fellas, <laughs> <laughs> fellas." If you ain't sucking dick in the parking lot, put a cell phone lighter in the air. Cell phone light in the air. So basically he's saying, if you're straight, put a cell phone light in the air. Well, no, not necessarily. Even the gay people wouldn't necessarily be sucking dick in the parking lot. I think that's what he meant, though. I think that's what he was trying to say. Like, Is that is that what he said? Is that like... No, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what he was... That was his exact quote, but I'm pretty sure he was talking about gay people. Okay, yeah. I don't know. It's a bit insane to me. It's a bit insane to me. Like, obviously, if people say bad things, they should be kind of like, 
ostracizing some way. But I get what he, I get what Dave Chappelle was getting at with the whole like you can kill someone in your own career still as up for the same reason as someone. And like, mm-hmm. like I think as an Irish serious person, serious crime. Maybe it's different Americans, right? But as an Irish person, like slagging is a part of daily, daily life. Yeah. Like, not even just that. Like, I think we have the sense of humor that, like, is like, oh, say something that's not that's real fucked up, so people kind of get a bit like, wow, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, definitely. But that's Which how think, we were. That's the kind of culture we're brought up in. Yeah. So if 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 say like if say an Ar- if the baby was Irish and he said, oh, I, this is the culture I grew up in is Ireland, um, and that's why I said that joke because it's funny in Ireland. <laughs> I how does that, that, how does that translate? I don't think that would fly but I, I think it's it's like a thing um you know if, for example if we were hanging hanging around in a group of people and everyone was slagging each other except one person for a specific reason maybe they're trans or maybe they're gay or something and we purposely avoided slagging them wouldn't that be more offensive like we're excluding them yeah do you know what I mean like we're slagging everyone else because they're normal quotation marks but you know, when someone actually has, you know, is a bit different, whatever way, we avoid it because we don't want to offend them. Surely that's worse. Exactly. In Irish culture, it would be in Irish our in our people. minds, yeah. But see, this this is why I don't think I can understand the people who get offended because the way I'm looking at it, like if I was trans, why would I care what a comedian says on a show? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Why would that affect me? Like maybe even if I do get offended at it, why do I need to like cancel that person because of it? I just go, oh Jesus, yeah. I don't like him. I'm not going to watch him anymore. <laughs> why does it need to be a? Why does it need yeah, to be well, a whole like? We need to change would, our culture and our society. What would someone need to say for you to be like, I don't like him. I'm not watching him anymore. What would someone need to say? What would be your trigger like? Um. You have that, and that you'd be offended about, like, <laughs> like get really offended at, or just avoid watching someone. Yeah, well, either, either, like, what would you get offended about, or what would you avoid watching? See, Amy Schumer when she's on her specials and she starts talking about how nasty her vagina is, I'm just like, ah, here, I don't want to be uh, here on this. Like, well, does that does that offend you? <laughs> yeah, disgusting vaginas offend me. Man, imagine just like leaving that as a hate comment on one of our things your vagina offends me <laughs> no it's just it's unfunny people offend me unfunny people no it's it's the fact that she's just doing stupid jokes and trying to be like crude and vulgar for the sake of it yeah like that's the joke is that I'm talking about my vagina like, that there, there is a fine there is a fine line between being crude and being comedically crude though being crude and being what? Comedically crude. Like, it's yeah, a point where definitely. it's funny. Like, because like, I mean... Yeah, no, there, there can it, be funny. There things. is some things where it's just like, okay, the crux of his jokes is that he farts or it's his dick or all of this stuff. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think Chris D'Elia is quite, like, not funny because he tries to be crude so much. Mm. I, don't, I used to like Chris D'Elia, but I don't anymore for some reason. I think he's just trying to be trying to be crude too much. Yeah, but like, I mean, if you take, say, for example, if we're just talking about Amy Schumer, like, if you took what she did 
and saw a fella doing that. Imagine if a f- male comedian just being like, oh, my balls are so sweaty today, lads. My dick is so fucking disgusting. Like, <laughs> That's funny, man. You're like, a comedian. <laughs> no. It would be like, what are you talking about? But it's like, oh, she's a woman and she's talking about her nasty vagina. Oh, let's laugh. <laughs> that's hilarious that's really good man I think you should be a comedian definitely <laughs> sweaty balls and a dangly penis sweaty balls and a dangly penis that's like a song um, so yeah I mean I don't think I could I, I can really understand where these people are coming from because it's just so far from the way I would react that I, I just I, I struggle to be empathetic to their point of view because I just I can never imagine being that offended by something but then I'm I'm privileged I'm a privileged white man so how would I know yeah anyway I think we should leave it there that was a good ending <laughs> good episode man any final thoughts no no I'm, I'm happy to leave it there uh, I'm sure we'll be taken out of not taken out of context but I'm sure like people will definitely take that the wrong way at some stage but sure look yeah. Well, look, thanks for listening. If you made it this far, make sure to do those things I mentioned at the start. Remember, go follow us on Twitter and stuff like that. Um, and we'll be back again next week. Peace out. Peace out. University of Maryland Global Campus was established to bring a respected state university education to working adults at home and abroad. 70 years ago, we sent professors overseas to educate service members and their families on military installations and on the front lines. Today, we're online because that's where working adults need us, that's where you need us. We'll support your commitment to being a successful student with services that fit your lifestyle, and we offer more than 90 programs and specializations for where you are and where you want to be. University of Maryland University College is now University of Maryland Global Campus. We go the distance because times have changed, but what we're made for hasn't. UMGC offers online support for veterans, including resources at the Veterans Resource Center, no-cost digital materials replacing most textbooks, virtual advising, transfer credits, and lifetime career services. Speak to our dedicated military and veterans advisors who can help you find the right degree for your career path. Visit umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.